0: One, two, one, two, one, two, three, four. We're the screw ups and we're back for more. More guests outside the SUS score. Screw ups, screw ups, Welcome back to the SUS Podcast.
1: What is it, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the SUS Podcast where we reunite and bring together while well, motivating the passionate to pursue. For today's episode, we have a special one today. Um, we're gonna to be talking about the environment. More specifically, you know, being more aware of the environment. So environmental awareness. So it's a very important topic and we hope that us hosts and you guys watching or listening out there will surely learn a lot from this episode. So with that said, we have invited two awesome guests to be here with us today, and they are from EcoFolk PH, so please welcome Javi Milan and Kat Nuega. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. It's great to be oh, okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess before we start, um, maybe you guys can tell us a little something about yourselves. So.
2: Together. So, I'll start. Okay. Now. Um, I'm Javier Millan, or you guys can call me Javi. Um, I was born and raised here in Bacolod City and currently taking up uh, Medical Biology uh, USD as a pre med course. And for my side hobbies, I enjoy playing Valorant uh, every, all the time. And, oh, like a passionate
0: environmentalist. Nice. Welcome, right?
3: Hi, I'm Katrina Zwaga. You can call me Kat. Um, I'm currently a medical technology student in University of Negros Occidental, Recolatos, here in Bacolod, um, but currently I'm on a GAP year, and I am the secretary, or like the official secretary of ECOFO.
0: Nice, welcome. All
1: right, Bacolod represent us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. City of Smiles. Okay, so, to start, um, very important to, you know, for everybody to learn the history of your uh, organization, EcoFolk PH. So give us a little history on your organization and um, like, how did you guys start and what sort of programs do you guys like have?
2: So the way EcoFolk started is actually really funny. So at the beginning of June this year, us seven high school friends who are med stu- pre-med students we were actually signing up for, are you guys familiar with Make Sense, the org? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they mm-hmm. had this program called Imagining Healthy Futures where um, InterCED pre-med students could come together and um, propose, a, propose a project for a marginalized community somewhere. So mm-hmm. we actually signed up. And then one day while we were planning for that, um, I was telling my group mates about how my sister was an intern at this Sustainability startup called Humble Sustainability, and we were just talking how there wasn't anything like that here in Baholod. There was there were youth orgs here focused on climate crisis, uh, biodiversity conservation. But there weren't really that many focused on sustainability and the plastic waste management, at the plastic waste problem here in Baholod. So mm-hmm. we knew that if we were going to start an org, which we wanted to, it had to be focused on something na do dito sa Baholod. So that's why yeah. our main focus is environmental sustainability and I am, solid waste management. So focusing on the plastic waste. So history. So EcoFolk officially started on July 2021. And we were about 20 high school friends lang strong. We envisioned EcoFolk to be around, like, a group of friends that um, I am, launched a plastic collection and upcycling initiative and more reforestation efforts and sustainability practices. And a- after application, after we closed up your pool, we grew to over 200 plus members in one week. Wow. So we were oh, overwhelmed by the for you guys. <laughs> support and interest from the youth of Bacolod. So about 98% of the members are here from Bacolod and the others are based in Manila. There's one in Mindanao who help out with mga internal affairs. Uh-uh. So... That was about four months ago. Since then, we've had um, three planting and mangrove planting projects. We have an ongoing plastic collection and upcycling project where we have partnered with two plastic upcycling initiatives. One is the Blastic Project here in Niagara's Occidental. So it's a pioneer plastic collection and upcycling project where they do these very beautiful, very sturdy materials that are used for construction. And the other one is the Plastic Flamingo in Manila. So they collect plastic and they upcycle it into construction materials that are to be used to make um, storm shelters for coastal communities to, throughout NCR. Awesome. And our last one for solid waste management was, we have been trying to communicate with local barangays. We've actually like reached out to maybe three barangays and we've communicated directly with their Ma kapitan and all of the people in the barangay to like formulate a solid waste management plan because honestly here in Bacolod, the solid waste management like the whole process here the whole system um and it's definitely lacking and hindi
3: it's a fail
2: yeah there's actually like a no plastic ordinance here pero parang hindi siya in implement plastic collection yeah garbage okay. collectors so our main goal with those barangay projects was to first inform the barangay residents and the barangay captains that there's ordinance that you have to segregate your plastic. Because we visited the landfill here, the sole landfill here in Bajolet City. And I mas lacking. There's supposed to be like a recycling center, an upcycling center, a horticulture facility where ayun, like, worms are used to decompose biodegradable. Trash, mga remain, ah, mga ayun, mga fruit peels, um, bones, and mga rotting meat. Pero and talaga. So it all goes into one big landfill. The plastic, the food. So it's a big mess here. We've actually communicated hmm. also with local politicians about it, and they know of the problem. Pero ayon, we don't know what's happening. So we're still trying to learn more about that. So that's one of our main focuses.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Good on you guys! Um, huh? the initiative yeah. to do something like this, especially like I don't know, a few years long out of high school. Like it's really hard at that age to yeah, yeah. put something like this together and to already be generating like this big of a following and have this whole community like backing you up. Like, co- like, congrats to you guys for being able to do this.
4: Thank you. Mm. Yeah, and I like how it's in harmony with the with the Philippine Constitution, section 13 of article 2, is like the state recognizes the vital role of the youth in nation building and here we can see a perfect example of of young people uh, doing what they can to make this uh, nation a better place, not just uh, for this generation but for the next generation and uh, those next to it. I think it All
3: helps right. a lot too that a lot of people in our barcada, they, they're already environmentalists like, individually, like, in our group, in our, like, small circle, we have, like, someone who is, like, vegan, and then another person who, like, just collects um those, like, plastic cups that coffee comes in to, like, reuse it for something else, so it was already sort of, like, an individual passion for each of us.
0: That's nice, so this is really just, like, amplifying it, and you get to do it well with people who you're so close to, which is kind of the dream, right, like. Yeah, yeah, for the, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. So, for that, we reached out to businesses and
2: mga local youth orgs also here. So, we were oh, also, again, very overwhelmed by the support and the like how interested they were to help out. So, we have a friend who owns a coffee shop. So, we partnered with them, and all of their plastic cups, they segregate it, they clean it, and then they give it off to us for us to hand it off to our plastic upcycling partner initiatives.
0: So, super nice. On that. That's so cool that everyone's really, like, all in. To like, that. like, no matter what they're doing, they're, they're trying to be, like, environmentally aware of everything as well. It's, it's really it's such a nice goal to have. Um, okay, so your your organization is relatively new. Like, what you said, you guys started this year, which we, we didn't find out until really recently because we thought, like, with the, you know, with the, the pubs and everything we've been seeing, like, this you guys have been around for a long time, um, and I guess to be able to make like such a big impact like that in such a short amount of time, it's it's really commendable, Talaqa. But of course, like that doesn't come with its roles and like it it comes with its roles and responsibilities that each member um, needs to have. So, um, what are the roles and responsibilities tasked to both like being a leader and being a member of this organization?
3: I guess it helps that. We have like parang a hierarchy as well. Like Ecofolk has an administrative board where like Javi, the president, um, is, and then we have two vice presidents and then a secretary and a treasurer. But aside from that, I guess we you could say we have two types of heads. We have committee heads and we have project heads. So like the committee heads, they are their job is parang very stationary. It's um pretty permanent. Um, it's being the head of their committee. So, like, if you're the finance head, you are the head of the finance committee. But for project heads, it's more like, um, for that certain project, you are the point person between the people who are working on that project and the rest of the organization. But basically, um, the heads of EcoFolk, their main role is to kind of be the bridge between the people who are under them and the rest of eco folk so they're in charge of information dissemination they're in charge of delegating tasks and along with that of course they're the ones who make sure that um deadlines are met and the quality of like the tasks is like up to par with the standards of the organization and then for committee members naman um Their tasks are more specific to what committee they're in. So basically they attend activities, they participate in meetings, and they carry out the tasks assigned to them by their heads. So they're like parang assistants of the of their committee heads and their project heads. And they can sign up for projects as well, since we tend to limit the number of participants per per project or per activity, just because it's easier that way and um, because of COVID then. And then we also have volunteers, which I think Javi is better off explaining because he understands it more.
2: Okay. So the committee heads and committee members, they're called the core team. And we have this volunteer pool where, and like uh, volunteers who signed up for EcoFolk. So these volunteers for each project, we open up signups for a tree planting, for a webinar, for a plastic collection role, we open up these signups where they can voluntarily, like, volunteer themselves to, like, assume that position. So, for example, 3 planting we need 15 volunteers for the manpower. Yeah, so that's where we get that from. So their main uh, purpose is to help out and for manpower, yung volunteers. Amen. And they're very willing. Wow, no.
1: I mean, to think that you guys are technically, like, relatively new, you know, um, just launching, like, back in June diba? 2021 this year but it already feels like you guys are like this cohesive unit already na yeah you guys kind of built are,
0: like yeah. an empire type org already like it's like you've been doing this for a while we were saying, yeah that's how like all the other like orgs yeah. that have been around for like years and years have been like and being composed
1: mostly. I know being composed by you know young people diba? makes it yeah, all the more amazing kasi you know, identifying this one thing that you fit, that you felt was lacking right? in in Bacolod, in your place, which is very important about plastic waste management. And being able to just in a matter of a few months, being able to build this organization and having a system within it and it being effective, right? So yeah, kudos to you guys. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man.
4: Maybe we can find out how they do it. I know it's not hard because I feel like there's challenges and obstacles that your organization has faced, especially during this pandemic. So uh, how did you guys uh, in ECOFO move forward or adjust and get past these obstacles to succeed in this endeavor or advocacy?
2: So one of the very first and one of the biggest challenges we had was the transition from us 20 core members to over 200. So when nung 20 pa kami, it was so easy to delegate tasks. We had meetings at Discord like, every other night planning for projects. Then bigla nung naging 200, one of the biggest problems was how to get everyone in on everyone on the same page. Because for our meetings became only like committee heads lang or project heads. Then the committee heads had to like relay that information. So one big problem was commun- communication dissemination and how to get it across so we need to really build a, a very systemic a, a very organized system of communication dissemination and and so those, there was like a two weeks ago na super magulo yung communication from that transition but after that it's now we're pretty on top of it now. and super mas, mas smooth na ngayon yung flow ng communication another big obstacle siguro was um, about a month ago or a month and a half nung nag-surge yung COVID na it was like 20,000 cases every every day. So because of that, we ha- We actually halted all physical operations. So we had scheduled tree planting, like mangrove planting, and mga workshops. So because of that, we postponed them. And we're only going to be resuming it in about two to three weeks nung ah, when the mm-hmm. cases are starting to go down. So definitely, ayun, COVID, one of the biggest ones na we had to postpone. Some we even had to cancel the planned um, tree planting projects with partner orgs. And last year, also another really big project was uh, source of funding. So for the first month and a half, we had absolutely no funds. So we had to like um, chip in from our own personal money for the projects and all of the other expenses. And for this one, after a few partnerships for our plastic collection. We were able to gain a small pool of funds. Sustainable objects. I forgot the uh, so this would be a, a collapsible mugs, collapsible straws, biodegradable biodegradable utensils. So we heard about this. Um, With bags. Or, or uh org na uh, that cell that biodegradable straws and spoon and forks made out of I think sugarcane attack, uh sugarcane X. Bagas extract. Well,
0: oh, this is so, you know, can I just say, like, I know COVID time this has been really, like, tough for everyone. And honestly, it's like, the just the thought of trying to start an <laughs> org, like, much less an environmental org that requires a lot of, like, face-to-face um interaction in order to really, like, get things going. Like, for you guys to have been able to do this, number one, during a time where everyone's really limited to just staying inside their houses and do it like in such a short amount of time also. Like for you guys to be able to like get back on your feet two to three weeks from now. Like after being like kinda low key for, for a while, that's
1: yeah
0: I don't know how you guys do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Goes to show in a eh Like despite the limitations as long because talagang pipilitin mo na may ka, diba? in order to yeah. get your platform out there diba? so yeah, yeah i mean you guys are pretty much like a cooperative naren de kasi like yung members mismo yung yung business not business yung organization so like yeah despite the circumstances it's i'm glad that you guys are making a difference so bouncing off of that, like you you guys have mentioned, like you know some of the few projects that you you guys have had. So do you guys have any more projects planned that you might want to like maybe share or discuss?
2: Um, so, yeah, so one project I, we forgot to mention was our very first eco folk project. It's called Project 300, where we plan to plant over 300 trees in throughout Baholod and Negros before the end of 2021. And wow. by our second 300 project, we planted over 700 seven hundred wow. trees and mangroves throughout the Bajolod area. So hmm. I think from then, one thing we've been planning on is to make it 3,000 instead of 300. Wow. So that's one thing Ooh. that we hope to achieve before um, the end of next, at the end of around June by next year also. Yeah. Mm. Then, we have an ongoing plastic collection and upcycling project. And we have been receiving, actually, a lot of um, partnership invites from a lot of orgs throughout the Philippines, actually, inviting us for webinars, for uh, partnerships. Our most recent one is with a local student council here in Baholod, where there's a current trend because of cycling, biking, here in Baholod, at least. So yeah. their project was they invited a bunch of uh interested bikers and for every for one kilometer they accomplished, their org would plant one three for them. So that's in partnership with e- us ecofolk. So that's that, that's the project um, in three weeks. It's called seed clista. So cyclist and seed. Nice. Then <laughs> last we've been planning actually this. <laughs> last is um, we've been planning actually these workshops or webinars focused on environmental sustainability talaga. We've been planning this oh. for a while and and it's been halted because of the because of the school year' rin, because of the heavy workload and prelims the past few weeks so're we're, hmm. we're planning on getting on that back uh, we're getting back on that
1: soon. yeah it's good for you guys you have so much
0: stuff like lined up
1: yeah. Oh, you uh no, online like webinars. You can take advantage of those because like, especially in pandemic, um, we rely much on the you know using technology and uh, no choice because it means yeah. like we have to do stuff online, and yeah, I mean hopefully like the podcast here, I know, will help increase awareness as well. And, yeah, for sure. Um, Anything we yeah. can do, like <laughs>
4: Yeah it's, it's, love be, guys. yeah, it's Yeah, it's we can a tell you're pretty trip. passionate about this. So the least yeah, we could do is uh yeah. grow a bone, maybe help a bit. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I like how so it much. becomes <laughs> it becomes also like a collaborative effort. Like in there in Bakolu, the bayung yung mga partnerships, ba? so Kasi parang very similar platforms, kayo, pero different like what's the word, like aspects or sectors. Parang so parang it's nice that you guys are partnering up together so that the importance of environmental awareness in the area and hopefully in the, in the entire country in the future moving
3: forward. Yeah, we were actually really surprised because um, I think we were only like a month into the, the whole org thing when our externals director, her name is we received so many emails from like yeah. orgs and businesses all around Negros, just like asking mm-hmm. the partner and asking um, for help with their activities. Yeah. So yeah, we've been really fortunate to have um, this yeah. opportunity to work with so many active organizations as well.
2: Yeah, The orgs that have partnered with us range from social political orgs in colleges, universities, to small high school student councils, and to other oh. NGOs. I think one of the most our most proud partnerships was for our plastic collection project. We reached out to JNT Express, the logistics of the plastic, the plastic collection project to the plastic flamingo, in Manila. So they agreed, they accepted our partnership proposal. And they are shouldering over 30 kilograms na ship nila to Manila from here to Baholot. Um free of expenses.
1: Wow.
0: Well deserved. <laughs> So, uh, I'm sure it's thrill for all of those orgs also to be able to partner with you guys because this for sure this, this organization is going to blow up like really soon once the face-to-face starts like increasing yeah. again and the COVID precautions start getting like less it's really going to start to show talaga once like the action's back like in the face-to-face perspective Now people can really like
1: yeah. see all the you guys change. have a very yeah you have a very high ceiling yeah Mm. and all that.
4: So, uh, uh, based on these uh, advocacies, uh, what advice can you give to anyone, uh, especially those listening and watching this episode, and anyone uh, learning about your organization? Like, any advice you can give them on environmental awareness, or any tips that you can give me- give them on general waste management? I
3: think the thing about environmental awareness is. Um, everyone kind of knows about it, and everyone wants to get into it. But the biggest obstacle is like a lot of people don't work up the energy to actually mm. do something for the environment because they're like, "What's it gonna matter? You know, if I choose to recycle this one cup, this one yeah. plastic cup, or if I choose, yeah, the right? bar, or like, what, what's it gonna matter if I'm if I choose to reuse this?" piece of paper when there's like whole corporations out there who are mm-hmm. making so much waste like that. But I think the the one thing that um, a lot of us have learned from our very, very short um, life with EcoFolk is that the smallest, like the smallest intention, the smallest action matters so much already. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It, you can just like start small and then it will just it, it's just gonna build up you know because who would have thought that like seven people we weren't even like intending to make this organize yeah. this org mm. this environmental mm. org we were, we, <laughs> were already, we were going like the medical route but you uh-huh. are now with like 200 plus members um tree planting activities lined up plastic collections lined up yeah so like don't be afraid to Start small, you know. That's that's
0: where everyone starts, and that's what matters. Is, is that you start? Hey. I'm really seeing the relevance of our high school pet bottle collection now. Yeah, dude, the PhD bottles. I know mm-hmm. we were so like te in high school. Like, what's this gonna do? Like, we're doing it for our science class for like the grade and everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, I guess changes really do start like from that small.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like, Definitely. we look like. Like Santa Claus, like <laughs> workers. Because we have like these big bags of beauty yeah. bottles. <laughs> per student, huh? mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be surprised to really, at the what a little thing can do.
0: Yeah. And the big impact from coming from like the smallest things. Yeah.
2: Um, from from what I've learned from EcoFolk, first is at first, honestly, we weren't actually expecting like this support that we got. We expected maybe like a few like young kids, a few college students mm-hmm. would want to join. For, I mean, we were so overwhelmed by the, the, the sheer interest and support that we got. So I think one very common thing about us, mga Gen Z millennials, is we have a shared, a very shared common passion for the environment. And because it's our future that we're fighting for. That's and yeah, there's, there's one very key thing that I noticed from our talks with the barangays. It might, it might sound kind of shady, but again, this is like the honest truth from what I like, proceed from it. So during our talks with the barangay, most, almost all of the representatives were from barangay. They were kind of old, 50 up na. Okay. And at first, they were very interested in what we were proposing. like To have like a dedicated plastic disposal area and a segregation towards the end, we could see na they weren't at all interested. Honestly, ah, uh, we could tell. So that was kind of disheartening. But it kind of goes to show how how people say na like the old pe- not, no matter, uh, the boom the boomers no boomers, for boomers. like old people don't really care because their future they're not gonna see the future that they're building like that they're causing. It's our future that we have to fight for. So Ooh. and that's why it's so key to have to hold accountability for the barangay heads to implement the local ordinances on solid waste management. Because honestly, okay. I don't think they really, it's not given as much like significance as it should be. Because I honestly think that they don't care about it as much because it's not going to be affecting them really soon. Whereas for us, it's almost like assured Now we're going to be receiving everything that they've been like neglecting. So yeah. it's very important that we are aware of this and we like hold ac- accountability. So we've actually been mga planning mga petitions, race awareness. We actually mentioned mm-hmm. like mga protests. but bakas for now. So for now we're trying to be like diplomatic and peaceful. Yeah. And communicate with them. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: That'll really bring everyone together. that like a, yeah, like something like that oh, can really
3: okay. out.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it all works out soon, Deba.
1: Yeah, very it's promising. Like
0: even if like like our generation now is the one that's gonna be affected by all the environmental changes, like it's still we all still share the earth together. Like no matter how old we are, Deba. So we understand like the the mindset. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: it's frustrating,
1: right? uh...
0: Yeah, it, it's an uphill battle
2: yeah. all
1: the time. Yeah. <laughs> Small in, change, uh, guys. Small we change.
2: Offer, we we proposed to them like a very unknown plan, a, a systematic, systematized, or, organized plan, na. And we talked now with the other ma kapitan people, the other residents. Brian, mm-hmm. they, they, they they didn't promise. For, they told us na okay, we'll think about it. Come back in one month, and then we never heard from them again. So we moved on to lot to a different barangay. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's very hard. Really. Yeah.
0: I guess persistence is key, na lang talaga. even if it's like kind of but to keep asking. it's well, the only way changes can be like made in this day and age. All about passions. Yeah.
2: And then one thing that people have been telling us is since the election season, um, mm-hmm. political candidates, they've been trying to like reach out and like sympathize with the youth for and share our interests. So. Um, we've noticed, uh, we've, oh, we've um, received for, um, um, these politicians, these people running for like elections next year. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to be more in touch with the youth and what we've been trying to do. So for yeah. on environmental sustainability, we've heard from their statements that, oh, they care about the environment. They're going to implement this. They're going to implement that. But, um, I mean, we just need to be... <laughs>
0: Just hope yeah. for the best, yeah. yeah just hope for yeah. the best. Like, hopefully, they do follow through. Uh-huh. yeah. That's one yeah. Wow. Specious na t- boys. I mean, yeah, <laughs> at, yeah, time- at one
1: point, I got goosebumps. I'm not even kidding, man. Like, yeah, this is- I-
0: I'm just imagining like the how Bacolod's gonna look now once like once <laughs> yeah, this no, no. starts like rolling, like legit na Wow, it's gonna mm. it's gonna look like some kind of sanctuary. <laughs> like, the, like, Sana, uh, I don't know what you call it, the terrarium-type stuff. Na, <laughs> super, like, echo, like, everything. Garden. Na yeah. Garden.
1: And imagine this we, in uh, a nationwide scale. Pa. Like, oh, yeah, dude.
0: Our whole country's gonna be green again. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
2: um, At one point, actually, um, David, I divided you guys about the landfill, the sole landfill na. Mm. everything's just going there. they don't segregate anything one point one day we actually visited it and we tried to take document we tried to take pictures and videos. Once we got near, the security there they stopped us. they made us delete everything and well, again, so we it's supposed to be like uh open to the public because it, it's like government um yeah. government operated right when we got there, the security guards with their guns and all they said guys. And again, and again, you have to delete that right now. Illegal, yeah. For, I mean, we asked um, a local politician, and it's supposed to be legal because that's the public's. Mm-hmm. That's like the public's land. Uh-uh. So public ayon, kind sketchy, uh-uh.
1: Pretty stuff. So intense. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. This has been. This has been so like educational, especially for us who didn't really know a lot about your org. You know, before we. We got into this episode. This is why it's really nice to be able to like get in touch with people who want to share things like this because it it's really like you know it's not only for content purposes but to be able to learn, the yeah, uh, and to see like how passionate they are about like things like this like galeng talaga and yeah like what we said a while ago we'll really do what we can like through this episode and through all our like promotions and stuff to like help you guys get. Like more of the footing that you need from our audience, and you know, hopefully, more people do um, end up joining this org. I'm sure there's gonna be like another another line where people hear this, you know, all the stuff that you guys have been saying for like past I don't know how many minutes. Um, so we actually do have one more question. Um, it's something that we ask all of our guests. We don't put it. Uh, we don't send it with like the rest of the questions. Um, just so that you know, we can have a really like um, spontaneous answer. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Um. So when we started this podcast, um, we were really just a bunch of friends who thought we were gonna be talking about like the most random things each week. Um, we didn't really have any goal in mind. Um, but then when we started, you know, getting guests and hearing what they had to say, like it started to inspire us to the point where we really rebranded to, you know. Uh, motivating the passionate to pursue and inviting them on to one meet new people and have them like reconnect with each other if they were friends and for us to really just hear all their stories and I know it can be intimidating to you know meet people for the first time especially since um, it's it's I, I don't want to say it's awkward but like there's, just, there's something about an online setting that makes it like really unsettling when you uh, yeah. meet people for the first time like I get that and no worries, we were exactly like that too. Every time we have a guest, we're always nervous. <laughs> Even if we know them, it doesn't matter. Um, but we really appreciate you guys kind of stepping out of your comfort zone to be here with us and to really, you know, just open up about what you guys love doing and what you're passionate about and sharing it with complete strangers turned new friends. So from your, um, from your side, how do you guys feel having gone on this podcast adventure with us today?
2: Since this is like the first podcast or like direct interview, it's actually been really like for me it feels great that <laughs> I get to now we got to like share our story and our advocacy and like the environment, the solid waste management problem here, and I hope it and I hope it really generates more awareness for the for the problem at hand, and and I just hope that the youth are more aware of these problems because uh, very soon. In about less than a decade, these are gonna come bite us back in the ass very soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Mm.
1: That's very true. Mm. How about you Kat?
3: Um, honestly, this has been like kind of a dream come true for me because um I've been so into podcasts lately, like I love listening to people just vibe it out. And I actually listened to one of your episodes like a few days ago or a few weeks oh. ago. So I was like, it would be really cool to be able to share something through like so many platforms like you guys have like YouTube and Spotify. So this has been really fun. And I think it would be so beneficial for EcoFolk as well and for the whole environmental um, advocacy that we have.
1: Yeah, so we're we're really hope, we became to do yeah, we hope we're an effective enough platform then for you know, for you guys to share what you're passionate about. That's the, really the goal for us. And yeah, I mean also like yung what have you mentioned, nga, diba? it's like better to like make a change now, diba? in our age. Kasi tayo rin yung magiging Older we're
2: gonna receive,
0: generation, uh, yeah, the we're the ones who are gonna see the reflection of everything that's gonna happen in the next. year yeah.
1: we're gonna be in their shoes, and better na, parang we instill in ourselves all of this, uh, you know, parang having right. the initiative to like make a change, mm-hmm. you know, so that when we're the older generation, we get to pass something down to. The guys younger than us and hopefully it continues to become this like nice little almost like legacy right? in order yeah. to like make make everything the make yeah. the world a better place man so yeah thank you guys so much for being here with us we really appreciate it and we wish you guys the best of luck i mean <laughs> You guys are then making then.
0: it work, so like props yeah, to you guys in you. Yeah, you guys are gonna go really far. Thank um, you. Thank you. Of course.
3: Thank you so much.
0: But yeah, um, we'll we'll plug all of their socials in the description of our YouTube highlights. If you guys wanna check out, um, Ecofolk, you can follow them on Instagram and their Facebook page and all their other socials. Um, hopefully, whoever's listening to this to be able to, you know, support them or maybe this inspired some people to even want to, like, sign up and join their family. um. But, yeah, this has been a blast. Thank you again to everyone who's been listening to this episode and to everyone who watches our content. We really appreciate it. And, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. One, two, three, four. Thanks for tuning in to more Screw We'll hope, we'll see. the